The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The Mind Aware, 709. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here. You're listening to Positive Mindset for Entrepreneurs. On this show, we're going to help you shift your mindset. We're going to help you break through limiting beliefs. We're going to help you make more money. All that good stuff. If you would like to be in the Brain Training Club and get your jolt of happiness every day in the morning, build your business, feel good, think good thoughts, all that stuff, then make sure to sign up for the Positive Mindset for Entrepreneurs free daily newsletter. Head on over to DanaWild.com slash mantra. DanaWild.com slash mantra for your free newsletter that will help you to feel better every day. Isn't that great? Today, we are going to talk about rejection. We had somebody write in who just asked, like, how do I conquer the fear of rejection. Uh, And actually, this person also goes on to say that they're good at helping others with it, but they're not so good at helping themselves. I want to get into this. I have to tell you, this is a big topic. Like, I feel like I could probably talk for several hours about this and nobody wants that. (laughs) So I'm going to try to give you the best that I can here in a really succinct way because it is a big topic. I remember hearing one time that being rejected emotionally is the equivalent of being punched physically. Isn't that crazy? I can see why though. You know, we we don't always give credit to the impact that emotional trauma, emotional trauma has, which rejection is emotional trauma. And so I, I want to just address a few things with this. So there are a few, I don't know if I'd call them solutions, but maybe a few different ways to look at rejection that might be useful in coping with it. And the first one, because I'm not 100% sure that we're not talking about just a sales situation here. So we're going to start with kind of the most basic, easiest one. Maybe we're just talking about, hi, I asked you will you buy my stuff? And somebody says, no, I don't want to buy your stuff. Okay. In theory, that's rejection. So if that's what you're talking about here, this is a very easy solution. And the easy solution is you have to let go of the outcome. The only reason you feel rejected is because you were feeling like if they don't buy, then there's something wrong with me. Or if they don't buy, then I'm attaching meaning to that. Where if you don't care if they buy or not, you don't care if they say yes or no. So that's the easiest way to get over rejection. And frankly, when you're coming from that standpoint, 
the standpoint of everybody's buying, I've got so much business, everything's good, it makes no difference whether you buy or not. It really makes no difference whether you buy or not because I've got so many customers. It's great. I'd love to have you as a customer. Either way, my world is good. When you're coming from that real free let go of the outcome stance, so it's that balance between expectation and that balance of everything is going well and I've got so many customers and the freedom of letting go of the outcome. That's actually when people buy. So I'm just putting a pin in that and addressing that just in case we're talking about straight up sales, but I'm not 100% sure we are here from everything else that was written in this particular email. But I think we're talking more about the rejection that you get when somebody kind of doesn't like you or says something negative to you or rejects who you are or that something you did or what you stand for. And nobody likes to hear it, but there are a few different standpoints that you can come from here. The first one, and I am sure this is true. All of them I think are true because they're my perspective of the world. We always think our perspective of the world is true, right? So the first one is when you hear something negative from somebody, know that it's a reflection of them. They have just told you what their thoughts and viewpoints are about something. So let's say I'm in a situation, I'm loud or I'm boisterous or I'm having fun and somebody says to me, oh, you're too loud or you want to be the center of attention. Really, the only thing they've told me is how they feel about being loud or how they feel about being boisterous in that moment or how they feel about being the center of attention. That's really all they've told me is their opinion of it. And that goes for everything. If somebody's ever said to you, you shouldn't be so shy or you need to step it up, or you're not ambitious, or whatever that thing is, the only thing they've really revealed is nothing about you. The only thing they've really revealed is about themselves. And so really, let that sink in for a moment, because this fact alone is so freeing. It means that everything you hear that's negative about you from anybody else is really just them talking about their viewpoints on the world, their viewpoints about whatever the topic is that they've talked about. So it's not even about you at all. It's about them. It's about how they see how you should be in the world. How you should be in the world reveals themselves, reveals who they are. If you need a flowchart to figure that out, remember to write in. We've got free flowcharts. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't write. Okay. So that's the first bit of information is if you can stay centered enough when somebody gives you some negative feedback and go, aha, that's interesting. You just told me how you feel about that. Like those are the thoughts you can have in your head, right? The next piece, contrarily enough, I don't even know if that's the appropriate use of this word, but we're going to go with it. Contrarily enough, when they're telling you something and you're having an emotional response, why are you having the emotional response? Is there some reason why that particular thing is hitting you in that way? And it's maybe something you're already thinking. So I'm going to tell you a little story that will illustrate this point. 
we had somebody in our sandbox many years ago who was a direct seller. And she had a contest that she was going to go for. And she hadn't gone for many contests in her company. And she hadn't really claimed it, said, I'm going to do that. So she went to her husband and she said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for this trip. I'm going for this trip, honey. And his first response was, oh, man, does that mean you're going to be gone more nights? Now, there's so many ways she could have taken this, right? So she was like, oh, man, he doesn't support me or all of these things that she could have thought. But what we discussed at the time, she was in one of the sandbox arenas that we were talking in at the time. And what we discussed is you heard that and you had an emotional response to it and you felt so disappointed because somewhere inside of you, you also are thinking that you're also wondering that if I go for this contest, am I going to have to be away from my family more? That's why you heard that. That's why it hurt you. So let's go back to me being loud or boisterous or the center of attention. And somebody says that to me and it hurts my feelings. It hurts my feelings because there's part of me that still feels that that's a bad thing. So what it does is it illuminates for you when you get something that elicits a negative emotional response, it illuminates areas that we can still quote unquote work on, or we can still shift or improve or areas that we may not have been aware of. So it's really good, isn't it? Isn't it so nice when you get more information about yourself? So this person was able to go, wow, I do have that. I did kind of have that belief. I see that I had that belief because if she didn't, If she felt 100% good, 100% positive, 100% everything, and her husband would have said, oh, are you going to be away nights now? That means you're going to be away nights. She'd have gone, oh, no, gosh, it's going to be great. I'm so psyched about this. It's going to be good. I appreciate you, honey, but I'm going to tell you we're going to rock this. But she didn't have that. She had self-doubt. And if I felt 100% comfortable being loud or being flamboyant or being the center of attention, then it wouldn't hurt my feelings, right? So we get more information about ourselves. We learn more about ourselves and we see the spots where we are able to tweak it and work on ourselves. But, you know, I like to say play on ourselves. We get a chance to play and figure out and grow and become more of who we want to be. Then the final thing I want to say about this is if I'm hurt by something, no matter what it is, you know, if I have an emotional response that's negative with something, then that's a clue to me that I'm also not 100% centered in that moment. I may be needing of self-care. I may need more rest. I may be a little hungry. I may not, I may be stressed and not know I'm stressed. And so I know if I have a negative emotional response, that is a clue to me that I'm not 100% centered. And this is going to sound completely crazy, but you know, far be it for me to care about that anymore at this point. That goes for everything with me. If I have a, let's say a little back pain, if I am walking and I have a negative memory come to me, my brain is a receptor. And when I have a negative memory that comes into my head seemingly from nowhere, I'm like, wow, where'd that memory come from? That's a clue for me that I'm not 100% centered in that moment. And I may be carrying some stress that I've been ignoring. My back may start to hurt because I'm carrying stress that I've been ignoring. So all of this stuff that we think is negative, 
is actually there for our awareness and our ability to become better in any given moment, to feel better in any given moment, to to wake up in any given moment. I may have that negative experience, that negative rejection, and I may go, oh my gosh, it is, I'm really overly tired. I don't feel good. I can't cope with this right now. I'm really taking it too hard. It really did hurt my feelings. I'm not getting the message here. I'm just feeling bad. I need a nap. I really need to sleep because I'm not in my best state to be able to cope with this. Isn't it great to know that? I mean, when you start having that kind of awareness and that kind of understanding that everything in your world is a message for you, everything in your world is a message for you. It really is all about you. Isn't that great? We're all living in our own little worlds of perception and everything that comes into your awareness is for you. It's a gift. When you have that awareness, you don't fear rejection so much. Everything becomes interesting instead of hurtful. Everything becomes information instead of slander. (laughs) I don't even know the difference between slander and libel. (laughs) But the good news is it's all just information. We don't take it so seriously. We don't feel so bad about it. It becomes easier to deal with. We're not so stuck in the idea of they don't like me or they're rejecting me or I'm getting negative feedback. It all becomes about what's emanating from us. Am I taking care of myself? Am I thinking good thoughts? Oh, I didn't even know I still thought that about myself. Why is that coming into my awareness? Why did that hurt my feelings? Why that particular thing? Why that particular thing? Why did that hurt my feelings? Think about the opposite. If you're shy and somebody came up to you and said, you're so flamboyant, you're so outgoing, you would just laugh. And so you know that that when something is completely false or completely not true, you don't take it to heart. It doesn't hurt your feelings, right? So isn't it fun? It's so fun. Don't you love finding out about yourself? And do that brain training. You know I'm going to end on that. Do that brain training. Say those nice things to yourself. Soothe yourself. Realize that the world is here for you. We are here in this human experience to have fun and learn and grow. And wow, isn't it amazing that we're here? Like what a miracle that we get to experience this and be part of this. And so let's embrace all of it. Embrace all of it. The good, the seemingly bad the ups, the downs. Let's take the ride. We're here in physical, enjoying this world, enjoying the human amusement park, which I love that phrase from Ike Allen. We're here enjoying the human amusement park. We're all on the ride. Let's embrace it and have fun. You've got this. Networks make it possible to share data from lots of places, like a bird sanctuary. But to make them powerful enough to deliver new opportunities at the edge, you need CDW and Aruba. CDW experts can help design and implement an Aruba Edge Services platform which unifies, secures, and automates network environments everywhere so you can translate data into innovation. I know, it's pretty cool, huh? Aruba makes visibility at the edge possible. CDW makes it powerful. Learn more at cdw.com Aruba.